Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number four of the Polarizer podcast. Thanks for leaving a review and thanks for subscribing. I appreciate that. It helps getting the word about the show out. In this episode, I'll be talking to Nick, fellow Dutchman, and he's a guy I met in Perth, Australia. And he afforded his travels in this country by working on a farm and later on in an iron ore mine in the Australian outback. We'll be talking about what all that's like and what kind of money it makes you. And this is a good episode if you're interested in going to Australia on a working holiday, as these two jobs are the most popular backpacking jobs, or I should say most highly coveted backpacking jobs. And it's a good insight into uh, how things work and how th what things are like. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Recorded someplace random on this interesting planet we live on, with your host, Nick Hubei. You're listening to the Polarizer Podcast. since May. May 2016? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's a year now. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, a month, almost. Oh, yeah. And you started out working on the farm, right? Yep. Manjimap. Manjimap. Where, where's that? Manjimap, south of WA. It's yeah. a little, little farm town in yeah, the very south of WA. It's a beautiful little town, loads and loads of farms, and a hostel with a great, awesome hostel. Yeah, it's a working hostel, right? Yeah, working hostel. It was in the middle of nowhere, middle of the forest. Uh, kangaroos everywhere and stuff. And oh, that's cool. That was a really good hostel because the owner of the hostel, Naomi, she's a really awesome, awesome, lovely woman. What's the name of the place? Uh, Normally Manor. Normally Manor? Yeah. Okay. So, that's beautiful. Uh, um, well, the owner was, she was looking for work for you. She had contact with the farmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so explain how the working hostel thing works. So you, you go to uh, to to one of these places and then yeah, it's, it works a little bit the same as an agency, like a work agency. Right. Only you sleep and eat there. Yeah. Yeah. And all the farmers, the farmers need workers for pruning or or, or, or harvesting or whatever. They call an Omi. And Omi sends the right people with the right CV, with the right experience to the farmers. Right. And if you don't have a car, it's no problem. She's got a, she's got two vans driving all day. She picks you up from the hostel, brings you to the farmer, and picks you up at night again. Yeah. You pay six dollars a day for the rides. All right. And That's not bad. And Wednesday and Thursday you go to town because the town is like uh, twenty minutes drive from the hostel. And on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, she go to town to do shopping and stuff. And then then. She, 
takes you back again to the hostel. So without a car, there's uh, yeah, there's no getting around there. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. If you really want to go sightseeing, you need a car. Or you ask Naomi like the weekend, like I want to go there, and she takes you there. Yeah. But obviously, it costs money again. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I bought my first car as well. The car I still got. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Holden. What's it again? Holden Vectra 2.2 liters. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, uh, like how many kilometers does it have? Uh, what I bought it. 2036 200,000 right? 200,036 kilometers I think. yeah oh it's a shooting star by the way sorry oh sweet yeah. hey, you can make a wish don't tell anybody no I don't believe in that <laughs> but uh yeah but hey, you, you bought it for a thousand bucks you've been driving around in it for like a year pretty much right or yeah <laughs> it still works fine it needs a service now actually it's amazing man <laughs> but it works fine it works yeah mm. really happy with it yeah you just gotta be lucky with, with, with a car oh, like that, man. especially backpacker cars yeah <laughs> some are horrible but like even today there's, there's a couple today in our hostel we went for um, uh, see a car one to buy and I saw the advertisement it was an old Ford Falcon 1996 yeah that's a, that's a 20 year old car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 15 for 1500 dollars, 300,000 Ks on it. Wow. Well, I thought, no, don't do it, but all right. Well, I mean, it, you could, if, I mean, if you're lucky. Yeah, you if, if it's at the right service every time, yeah. well, it's a backpack car, it's been it, all around. It's already so, yeah. done like 300,000, yeah. you know, you might add another two, 20 or 30, you know. Yeah, but if you want to do a road trip, nah. no, no, yeah. Not with that car. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't trust it to take it into the desert, you know. Because no, like, you break down in the middle of a desert. You're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, so you, you got the working hostel and working working on the farm. And, and the, yeah, that's, um, for those who don't know, like in Australia, you can get a working holiday visa. Um, so you're, which, which uh, allows you to uh, work for one year in the country. And if you... Um, if you work 90 days on a farm or in a regional area in the middle of nowhere or in the mines, right, uh, uh, you can extend your visa with another year. So if yep. you if you really like the place, and pretty much everyone does because Australia is pretty pretty amazing, pretty damn amazing. Um, yeah, a lot of people right away they just go to the farm, yep. just make some money, and because you know there's there's hardly any anything to spend your money on, so it's. Uh, yeah, good good way to start. So you well, it's not money. totally true. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, t t tell me about your experience first. Like, so you, you rock up to the hostel, and, and what kind of what kind of work do you get there? Like, what kind of what kind of crops were you dealing with? Uh, well, as a backpacker, you get like general farm work. Yeah. And I did uh, I worked the first few months on a vineyard. Oh yeah. It was mainly pruning vines. Um, uh, fixing posts, fixing fixing fences, mm. and replacing posts. Because in the vineyard, like every three meters, you got a post between the vines. Yeah, and that's where all the wires go on. And we have, to, I replaced 340 posts, like big fuckers, like three meters long. Oh yeah, you have to dig it all with a hand with an ogre. It's like a very hard physical hand. labor, basically. It's pre. It's all really. A, hard physical labor yeah. and you only get paid backwards you only get paid $21 an hour yeah which is minimum wage in Australia 
Yeah. Yeah, almost. But on the other side, farmers pref- prefer more backpackers because they're reliable, they always don't work, they always work, they always do the job. Right. And all Aussies will say, fuck that, I'm not going to farm for $21 an hour. Yeah. So that's that's why I prefer backpackers. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of one of those everyone wins kind of deals, like the farmers get good cheap laborers and the backpackers get the yeah, and stay the Omi, another year. And Omi get the visitors for the guests for the hostel. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. everyone wins. Um, it's a cool little system. Yeah. Yeah, so my first work was in the vineyard and picking lemons as well picking lemons oh yeah that's that's pretty hard as well because it's really heavy you got a picking bag hanging on your shoulders it's like it's like it's also the avocados yeah like if you fill them up how, how much weight do you have hanging on your um, shoulders 35 40 35 kilos, kilos. And yeah. it's like all day long yeah. and i was there in winter time so it was like pretty much the rain every day oh. and the lemon trees got big spikes on them as well so oh, you, yeah, every yeah. time you get a spike between your nail and your finger like, oh. like under your nail and gets infected and stuff and oh, but it's a cool and I was really lucky with my farmers my farmers the one from the vineyard and the one from the lemons yeah were awesome, really nice people awesome people they, I still got contact with those guys still they even contacted me with the guy the, the, the lemon farmer he even contacted me last Christmas to, to wish me Merry Christmas and how I what I was doing and stuff. And oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. A, I'll definitely go back there before I leave Australia. Just to say goodbye. Yeah. Because yeah. I got a good example um, why it was a good farm. And it was like one day, it was a really hot day and there were a few new backpackers came in and I was at the time pruning apple trees and it was one of the backpackers who was really in a rush in the morning and he didn't have time to buy lunch and stuff. And the farmer made a whole big lunch for that guy and drinks and everything and it was so good for the guy. Got the royal treatment. Like. Yeah. And most farmers just don't give a shit about the backpacks. Yeah, oh man. Just I, to be honest. I got a funny story for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of my friends. Uh, this was out of Brisbane. I forget the name of the place where they went. But um, they w- <laughs> they went to this. Um, it was uh, also through through a hostel. Um, like a guy there. He, uh, he had contact with the farmers. And um, yeah, so... He had a job for them, picking picking melons. And um, so they had to take a bus, uh, spend like five or six hours in the bus, uh, going land, like to, toward the, you know, uh, in, into, the, into the desert pretty much. And uh, they were in this town in the middle of nowhere. And um, it's just, uh, melons are just big, heavy mm. talkers. So, and there's this tractor and, and everyone everyone gets like a lane of melons to pick and a tractor slowly drives uh, forward with a conveyor belt so you need to be fast and just pick the melons put them on a conveyor belt because if you're if you're not fast enough you uh, you get behind because the tractor keeps on driving so in the, in the burning sun they uh, you know they had to do that and they were not allowed to wear sunglasses because they had to like judge whether the melons mm. <laughs> were ripe and, um, and yeah, so so they uh, they managed to do it for um, for three days before they break down and took off. And there was uh, they, there was this one guy sitting on the tractor. who was basically just yelling at all the backpackers to hurry up, and that they were just slow, lazy fuckers. And on on top of the hill was the owner of the farm sitting in his air conditioned pickup truck with binoculars, like looking at at all the backpackers' oh, work. And. and uh, 
and the guy on the tractor had the, like a VHF radio. And if the farmer saw someone slacking, he'd radio him. And he's like, hey, man, yell at that guy. He's not working fast enough. Fucking <laughs> $21 an hour. Yeah. yeah and, that, and that was just going on. And um, and there were a couple of guys who were, um, like, I, I'm retelling the story. Like These guys can tell the story way better than I do because they were actually there. But apparently there was this French guy who had been there for, like, three months. And he, he, he had lost his mind. You know, like he, he was dreaming of melons. <laughs> I was like, uh, he was like, oh, fuck the melons, man. If I close my eyes, I see fucking melons. I hate the fucking melons, man. And, um, and, and you know, like he, he, he went there out of necessity because he didn't have any money and it's the only, only job that he could easily get. So he went there and he had finally had enough money to, to leave. And, um, and then... Like his last night there, he went he went to uh, to the local bar, and he got in he got in a bar fight there after drinking, and the cop showed up and he tried to fight the cops. So the cops pepper sprayed him, dragged him out of the bar, beat his ass behind the bar, <laughs> like behind the building, <laughs> threw him in jail, and slept like a, like a thousand dollar fine on him or something. Whoa. So he was forced to go back to work the next day because <laughs> all the money he had he had to pay in fines you know <laughs> so, oh, no. and, and he was there and he was already like fired five times or something and then rehired because he just kept showing up it's like hey man i got nothing else to do i'll pick the fucking melons because it's what i need to do i need to get the fuck out of here <laughs> and that guy was just like just gone insane so <laughs> it's just yeah oh that's a horrible story <laughs> yeah, shit yeah and, and my friends they were like on the, at the end of the day there was like these um, this one Irish guy who was there for a week too and he, he got yelled at too all the time and he was just treated like shit and at one point he, he decided to like take revenge and took out his pocket knife and like stabbed the melons you know like when they were looking <laughs> 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 you know just this anarchy on, on the fucking farm there. <laughs> just uh so yeah but I, I guess that didn't happen where you were like you you had a good time <laughs> mm. I was really lucky really because but yeah they, they were back after three days so with, with the bus fare and, and you know the hostel oh yeah and they, they, they stayed in this rusty caravan with no air conditioning and so like I mean it was just so hot just impossible to just basically function you know and yes and they had to pay for it too so so for like three days slaving away they 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 made after you know everything they made maybe twenty dollars or something (laughs) oh (laughs) that's really yeah yeah and and they said well that's probably what they do because you know like uh most people only last a couple of days and the farmer gets a bunch of money back because they have to pay for accommodation and food and you know so and then there's no you know you don't really have a choice because there's only a bus coming every couple of days so yeah you're kind of in a position where where you, <laughs> where, where you don't have power so you gotta yeah you gotta be careful where you end up you know <laughs> yeah some I <laughs> Okay, it's a crazy stories as well about farms. But like you say, then we weren't allowed to wear sunglasses. No, no, because because like um, yeah, like for the, the quality of the balance. Yeah, yeah, and, and they also weren't allowed to um, put like uh, music in their ears or listen to a yeah, podcast or something. Fair enough. Uh, well, I mean, 
if you're just uh, doing re uh, repetitive st uh, things all day, you know, I can kind of see like yeah. it's nice to listen to some tunes or yeah, listen. to work with machines and stuff. Then yeah, no, but this was just like picking melon. Yeah, right. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah, you can let me. But like, if you don't wear sunglasses, it's really bad for your eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it can, I told the you, one of my can one of my, ex, your eyes, one of my colleagues in the mines. Yeah, he had eye cancer. Yeah, eye cancer. Yeah, because I'd of, never heard that. Man. Yeah, That's because he didn't wear sunglasses regularly even when he was working outside. I can't Yeah, it was because it's UV. Just yeah. UV fucked up his, his, uh, The sun here is so there. strong, yeah. your eyes can get cancer. The reflection of the sun from the dirt and the sand is yeah. so strong. That's crazy. That's scary, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sun here is something else, man. Like, if, if you're in the sun for even two minutes, you can feel your skin just getting mm. fucking... Dry and burning. Who's that guy? That's one big fucking spider. Is that a poisonous one? Does he have a red back? No, red backs are really small. Red backs are one bigger than your thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw this. Uh, I think it's just a regular house spider, black, black one. Oh yeah. They can buy it, but they're not poisoned. Right. Well, so much poisonous fucking shit here, man. It's that's also a bit overdone with the National Geographic and the discoveries. Yeah, true, true, true. Because they say the redback is poisonous, you can die of it. Nah. Not an adult, no. You'll, you'll have a couple of very miserable days. But yeah, if you're, if you're healthy and your system works all right, you, you're yeah. all right. You get a bad infection, you get, yeah. but you're not going to die. Yeah. Snakes are a different story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got well, brown snakes. Mm, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Back back to the farm, man. Like so, yeah. so you 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 did the the, the vineyards and and um, I'm picking on the same farm as the lemon picking. I did apple pruning as well. It yeah, a really cool job. Yeah, we had our own cherry picker. It's uh, like a little lift on uh, three wheels. Oh yeah, and you uh, you steer it with your feet. Okay. Your left feet is uh, left feet is left and right, and your right feet is up and down with the elevator with the lift. Oh, really? So That's kind of cool. So you got your hands free, and we got a air secateurs, you know, secateurs to cut to prune. Okay. To cut the branches, like scissors or yeah, scissors. Yeah, yeah. Pliers. Pli yeah, 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 yeah. But the air secateurs are on air, and they're fucking powerful. Like, yeah, you press them. You have to just touch it. All right. You can, you can. It's like having a robot arm. But yeah. yeah, it's an air because you got an air hose on the thing, oh, and you can cool. cut branches like. Yeah. Like, like big, thick branches, like it's nothing. Ten centimeters thick, easy. Right. And, <laughs> and it's, after a few days, you get used to it. You get a little bit clumsy and or, or too fast. <laughs> One time, the other guy, Dadu. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was standing next to me, we were just chatting away, and he had his air secretaries in his hand. And <laughs> he was scratching off behind his air with his air secretaries, and he was like, oh fuck, he just cut a piece of his hair off. Holy shit, he, oh. almost, he almost cut half his head off, basically. Yeah, his ear, almost, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you don't fuck around with the, those kind of tools, no, I mean, man. Because you work all day, you get faster yeah. and you get, <laughs> get a little bit over, over, how do you call it? Overconfident? Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> grab a branch without looking, just chuk, 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 chuk. Uh, and that, that, that thing will just cut your entire arm off without... A wrist, yeah, your yeah. wrist. Half yeah. your wrist, easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was a really cool job. It was really relaxing. We didn't have to work hard. Just do your job. Yeah. 
formula, like I said, the farm was so relaxed. Yeah, it's an awesome job because you've got a beautiful view from the in, when you're in the, in the up. Oh, that's with cool. The lift. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a really cool job, really relaxing. Just we got music in and just. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. and I did passion fruit picking and pruning as well at the same farm. Is that, uh, is that put, put your hands or? Uh? Yeah, passion fruit got like a little. The pliers, you know, the old people got like long pliers to pick up stuff if they can't bend over. Yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. You got a bucket and just fill it up. Only pick up the passion fruits will fall off the, uh, the, the vines. Okay. The ones who aren't still on the vines, they're still green. Okay, so yeah, yeah. And then they go, at the end of the day, you go back to the hostel, you just hang out there with your friends and, and yes. it's like a little out, community. Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and we did, uh, every evening we did cooking with a big group. Yeah. We're like a group of 50 people with French, Dutch, uh, all kind of nationalities. And it was like one, um, I'll say two people cooked once a week. Okay. So they cooked for all the group once a week. And so right. every day was another couple who cooked. So you saved a lot of money with it. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of fun, you know? It's, it's, like, it's really nice, really. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, like a big, big family kind yeah, of. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about cooking every day because you don't yeah. have to worry about one, one day a week to cook. Oh shit, they're coming for you, man. <laughs> hmm? They're coming for you. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the dishes were really cool as well. <coughs> so after every meal, someone had to do, a couple had to do the dishes. And oh, we, yeah. did, we did um, Shifu Mi, and that's French for rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, some people were fucked pretty much every day to do the dishes. <laughs> And the kitchen looked horrible at the evening when was, all the sinks were blocked. Oh man. Was, well, if you're cooking for 15 people, you're gonna make a little bit of a mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it was really, really cool also. It was like partying pretty much every evening, drinking every evening. <laughs> so we spent more, more money on alcohol and beers than food. <laughs> yeah, well, alcohol is expensive here, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, box, we had the cheapest beer in Hollandia. Yeah. 30 bucks for. <laughs> 30 bucks for, for a carton of beers, 24 beers. Oh, that's so crazy because that's made in the Netherlands, actually. Yeah, Maxen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and you cannot buy it in the Netherlands, but it's made in the Netherlands and they export it. And it's mm. the cheapest beer here, even though it's been, even though it made, it's made a journey halfway across the world. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Think about that. I mean, yeah. But it tastes good. It yeah, tastes that's good. right. There's nothing wrong with it. It's mm. like a nice generic little. Yeah. Stand the beer, but it's, yeah, it's beer. fine. Yeah, you get it does its job. You get drunk of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the hostel itself was uh, like I said, it was middle of nowhere, so there was no complaining of the neighbors, or right. so it was yeah. like party on every Friday, Saturday till five o'clock in the morning. Oh, Sometimes wow. I went out, came out of bed in the morning, and people were still busy. <laughs> they had like different kind of things to stay awake. Right, uh, right, was, right, like, right. Uh, yeah, there was there was some 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 drugs there too. Yeah. 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 No, really, I stayed there for six months. Wow. It was such a cool hostel. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's one of those, you know, like it was, yeah. Was, um, was it always fun or was it sometimes where you thought, oh man, this is hard? Like, like, or was it just all kind of cruisy the whole way? No, sometimes I had like, especially after three months, like I said, it was, I came there in the middle of winter. Yeah. Like in the beginning there was some work but after three months there was no work so I was sitting at the hostel for four or five weeks just doing nothing doing nothing the hostel was raining all day 
Um, and so yeah, then all you can do is maybe watch movies that that gets old. Yeah, it's get old. Mm. Movies get boring, and yeah. sometimes it was an hustle all alone, all just by my own all day long. Oh, nothing to do. I didn't have a car yet. Yeah, that just, sucks. Yeah, that drives me insane at some point. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed my stay there. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, and eBay's a friend for life. I met, I met a lot of my friends, Dadu and yeah. Mateo. That's, that's, a, that's a dude from the island, right? Like, yeah, uh, Tati. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell, me, tell, tell me about that guy, man. Like, he's, he's walking around without shoes. Yeah, he always walks around on bare feet. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, yeah, I think it's half a bit of thick skin on the bottom <laughs> of his feet. So thick. Yeah, but it's 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 because it's normally in Tahiti to walk without shoes. Yeah, like he he grew up in Tahiti, right? Yeah, he grew up in Tahiti. He's he's in, his, his dad is Moroccan. His mom is French. Okay. He was born in Morocco. He lived till his fifth year, I think, in France, and then they moved to Tahiti. Wow. Yeah. And then he didn't wear shoes for twenty years or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's such a good guy. It's really yeah, very friendly, super chill. Yeah, like it's a real, a real, real hippie, man. Yeah, it's a modern hippie. Yeah, really yeah, modern hippie. His girlfriend as well, mm. Tina. <laughs> She's from uh, Denmark. Same kind of person, really relaxed. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep in touch with those guys. Like, I oh, man, yeah, if you got a couch to crash on in Tahiti, that should be reason alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely going to meet up again because they're in Melbourne now. Oh yeah, yeah. We're definitely gonna meet up again. Yeah, I've talked with them briefly. They were cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love talking to people like that because they got such a unique perspective on things. Yeah, yeah it's like just a different. Yeah, and they lost. They one point they want to go to Byron Bay. Oh yeah, when you talk me about. It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By, Byron Bay, they they would fit right in there, man. Yeah. It's yeah, Byron Bay is, is another. That place is, is out there. <laughs> I love to go there. I yeah. love to go there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can recommend any uh, everyone to just visit to see what it's like. Mm. I was there for three days, and that was that was enough for me. I mean, it was like, but some people just fall in love with it and just don't want to leave ever. Mm. It's um, if you go to the supermarket, you see just guys walking around bare feet without shirts. No one bats an eye, you know. Mm. Everything's cool, and uh, no one cares. And That's why I want to. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's so so free, man. <laughs> it's like one big hippie com- nice. community there. Yeah, mm. the drum circles in the middle of the street, and uh, <laughs> and it was and uh, they had some cool. Like it attracts all kinds of characters too, because yeah, I mean, yeah, it's obviously such a such a free place that people just are drawn to it and um, there was this concert or this, like, this, uh, this bar where they had live music going and um, this is a really good band and uh, the really high energy and the, the drummer the drummer was just visiting from the from like I think he was from Washington United States and he just visited but then he ended up staying there and he was a part of the band there and the Guitar player was an Australian, and the singer was from, uh, I think it was New Zealand. Anyways, a big party going, and people were were dancing on the sidewalk and in and in the middle of the street too. And there was a bus coming, like a big tour bus, and uh, people were dancing in the middle of the road. And the bus just kind of sort of, you know, like hey man, get out of the way, and they they honked, and then everyone got really angry, like hey man. 
we're dancing in the middle of the road like you're you're a bus we we don't give a fuck about you you can't you can't interrupt our dancing man like that's that's nice that's the way i look at things right? like yeah man hey we're dancing man <laughs> i don't care that you're a bus filled with people and that 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 we're in the road, you know. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's, it's funny like that. Man. Sounds like an awesome place. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you should, you should. Everyone should get a taste of it. Yeah. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I met a lot of awesome, awesome people in Arsenal. Like Adam, the Irish mm. guy. Such a good guy. Was he working in the farm as well? He worked. Uh, worked in the same farm for a while, actually. The lemon farm with me. Adam, the Irish bartender. The Irish rugby player. Big uh, guy. Yeah, he's one big dude. Yeah. Such a nice character. Good, good, good guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's uh, also a really good joke teller. Yeah, oh, he loves his jokes. Dirty jokes, especially. Yeah. Dead baby jokes. The worst jokes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his, his Irish accent makes, makes everything automatically funnier. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he helped me a lot with some stuff as well. When I was in shit, about money and stuff, he helped me out a lot. Oh, yeah, I can see what that he's doing like that, man. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I remember during Christmas, you know, like I I'd only met him like once or twice, and he was totally cool with me just hanging out and barbecuing with him and shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah it's like just come, yeah, come over to my house, man. Join us, have a party, yeah. eat my meat, drink my beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. 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 I love those people. Yeah. Just it's spreading the, the happiness. Yeah. Same as Tone and Tony. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I met those in Manchmop as well. And I want to meet up with Matteo again. Matteo's an Italian guy. Oh, yeah. I met him in Manchmop as well. He's such a. Um, they call it own character as well yeah like a big personality yeah he's such he's oh you would love him Matteo yeah he's fucking funny man <laughs> he is does he realize that he's funny or is he just funny um, <laughs> some not are, always some people are funny without without them knowing it themselves no yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of friends the way are, he talks the way he does the, yeah. uh, he uses a lot of his hands and oh yeah oh, he's he, Italian you know? he uses a lot of <laughs> A lot of whistles. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> he's thirty-one as well, but he's looks like nineteen and twenty. Oh, he's, he's got the magic jeans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is such a good guy as well. Yeah, I worked with a couple of Italians too at the uh, at the Bob's Bar, and yeah, there's, they're they're just funny man. They're just yeah. yeah, like they're they're passionate about the littlest things, which makes them always just kind of. Yeah. fun to be around yeah. you know it's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one time I had to cook spaghetti I was was my turn to cook mm-hmm. he was in our cook group as well and <laughs> I was cooking spaghetti and he was sitting next to me and I was breaking the spaghetti in half <laughs> put him in the in the pan like oh no 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 what are you doing you never break the spaghetti he was pissed off <laughs> never break the spaghetti never break the spaghetti <laughs> never do that <laughs> never <laughs> he was, oh god <laughs> Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons why I still want to just uh, drive through Italy with a with a sports car without a roof, man. That's one Adam. of my. That's one English of my. Adam. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Yeah, he's. 
another hilarious character. <laughs> that's the cool thing about traveling. I man. just want to say, you just, that's yeah. If there's one thing that I've taken away from just bouncing around for the last year, like you, you meet so many cool people. Yeah, and you, and especially just people you never would, you never thought you'd become good friends with or would click with or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They turn out to be just like, yeah, just the coolest people. It's it's. Uh, yeah, because usually you would never like back home. You would never talk to those kind of people. Yeah, you would well, never get in in touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and even even if you're just um, yeah, and it's not like you you avoid people normally or something but when you're traveling you just have a different kind of mindset you just kind of people people notice you too you know i was always thinking like if the whole the world would be same kind of people we met like travelers yeah it'd be such an awesome place everyone would get along yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah most most people are good people though i, mean, yeah. I found I mean, yeah there's there's assholes and shitty people everywhere yeah. but i mean generally yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been. I I haven't been disappointed, you know. It's, yeah. I don't know. As long as you treat people, treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah, like treat people the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Traveling's awesome. Yeah. 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 And, um, so you uh, recently went to the mines. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that, man. So you, you, um, that was a couple of weeks ago. So in, in uh, pretty much in the middle of the summer or start of the summer. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you flew out to the desert in fucking Australia. <laughs> so, so tell me how it went. So you, 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 you got on the plane. Well, started at the very, very start. Yeah, how yeah. Let, let's me. let's begin at the beginning. How to find me? The wall at first was. A, one of the best experiences of Australia. It's like the typical Aussie experience, the fucking mines. Yeah. It's like you would only find mines in Australia and America. It's the only mm. place you will find mines. But um, yeah, I had an advertisement. I had my CV, my resume, resume on Seek. Yeah. And Seek.com.au is a. It's like a job board. Yeah, a job board. Yeah. And. Uh, but my, my surprise, they called me. There was an agency who called me because they found my CV online. And because I have experience in road construction as a machine operator and civil earthworks, and they, need, they needed someone like that who's got that experience. And they asked me, like, oh, you feeling keen to get to the mines? <laughs> to fly, fly in and fly out? Yeah, of course. All right, send you an email today. Uh, tonight you have to fill it in induction and you have to do a drug and alcohol test so you have to piss in a yeah piss a, test piss test yeah if you drink drugs and alcohol free and then uh, yeah you go to the plane so the week after I was on the plane on my way to the mines <laughs> and it was an awesome experience because so I was where, where was this? in like Newman Newman so, Newman's so north so, of WA so if we if we are in Perth like how much kilometers north east is that of Perth? Approximately. Uh, well, I'll we were calculated. It was like thirty-one uh, hundred case. Yes, like thirteen hundred kilometers. From how much was it? Three thousand one hundred case. So yeah, three thousand. Yeah. It's like from uh, Amsterdam to Greece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like same country, same state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, surely it's so ridiculously. Yeah, Two-hour flight. I was a bit uh, 
I didn't know what to expect because I thought oh, I'm going to be the only one in the plane with my work clothes on because they told me in my email you have to put on a put on your work clothes straight away your work boots and everything your helmet because yeah. when you get out of the plane you have to go straight to work right so, so oh man someone's taking a shower yeah. right. see if that uh, interferes with our sound <coughs> that's the thing that's like I don't have a studio <laughs> Yeah, it does pick it up. That's annoying. You caught off the water? Yeah. So we'll have to wait until he's done. Because cut, just cut off the water. <laughs> cut off the heat. <laughs> Kick him out. <laughs> Kick his ass. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it'll probably be just a couple of minutes. Depends what he's doing in the shower. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. what every girl always, if we had a conversation, weird conversations with girls in hostels, <laughs> they always say, well, no, I know every guy jerks self in the shower, we know it. <laughs> yeah, of course, so my last we do not in bed because we're like six in the room, no one's going to wank it <laughs> in oh, a six man. in the room. That's <laughs> pretty much the only relaxed place where you... <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's why, that's one of the reasons why you should wear Slippers when you shower in hospital. I never wear slippers, flip flops. Really? Nah. Oh man, I don't know, man. Just a thought, fucking gross. Yeah, it's just man. a thought, but it's it's right because there's water all the time. Yeah, but still, man. Oh, we, we walk around the bare feet on the street. Well, I do. Yeah. I, more, know, I think man. there's more bacteria on your nails than it's on the floor of the shore, the shower floor. Yeah, but still, like, I don't want to step in some other dude's load. <laughs> it's gone. It's like. Yeah, I mean, it's been there, man. It's, I don't know. <laughs> well, what if you sleep in bed? In the hostel yeah, bed? Yeah, true. Yeah, that's very true, man. <laughs> I saw the nasty shit going on in there, too. I don't Dude, really I, care about nasty things. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, your, your standards definitely change. I'm an outside worker. I don't, I'm in mean, shit all day. Yeah, um, no, true, true, true. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've woken up more than once in the hostel dorms uh, because of people around me fucking. Yeah. And, you know, or even like in the bunk below or above me. And yeah, that shit goes on all the time. Uh, even um, uh, Daniel, Daniel, the Croatian guy from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was uh, like sometimes, a couple times a week. Yeah, he got laid in the hostel. No, wanking. In the fucking... In my, uh, he was sleeping above me ah, in the bunk. Jesus Christ. I could feel like the, the bed walking like really Fuck slowly. That. That's fucking... Oh, and like after two minutes it stopped. And after a minute, yeah. but put me to sleep because the bat was rocking like yeah. really slowly. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> don't think about it, just enjoy the rocking of the bat. That's really good. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty funny how you just get used to shit. It's, it's in a way, you know, it's, it's, yeah. It's perfectly naturally <laughs> next to sex. It's just it is, but <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but the thought is, is a bit nasty. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. it's yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, if, if you're yeah, this is like, this um, this during this uh, vacation is the first time for me to to just stay in hostels all the time. You know, I've been in hostels for a couple of nights, but not not for a long time. You know, mm. so but yeah, I definitely uh, yeah a lot of a lot of new new experiences uh, for me, man. Like, uh, yeah, made me realize that I always just kind of 
when I go on vacation, I usually just went to a hotel or an Airbnb or something, just kind of do the comfortable way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah the holiday stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, hostels are so much fun, man. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely a good experience. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not into I call it. Um, I don't need luxury. Yeah, um, I never needed it. I never. Well, I'm all. If I got a bed, something soft, blankets, I'm alright. Yeah, it. yeah. It's uh, the only thing you don't have any privacy. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I miss privacy. But yeah. Yeah, but then you know, like if you're if you're in in uh, hostels all the time, if you're just traveling like long, long term. Sometimes it's just nice to stay one or two nights in a hotel, you know, just just switch it up every now and then. Like before, before I found a place to to stay uh, longer term, um, I I was just going from hostel to hostel. I did that for five or six months, you know, like just five six months, just sleeping in hostels, mm. and um, yeah. And then after that, at one point, I was like, okay, I'm just fucking tired of just you know always having people around me you know and just yeah just stay in a hotel for a couple of nights and yeah it was just nice to get a breather from from the you know yeah that's why the mines were pretty much luxury for me as well yeah yeah I'm, okay let's let's get back yeah because i'm my own room let's get back to the mines so, so you you you, oh. uh, you you uh you got on the airplane plane land like and and the mine had its own airfield right yeah well, yeah like I, said, I was pretty nervous because i was expecting i was the only one with my working clothes my elbow and my work boots in the plane yeah really i came on the airport in perth i was like full of people with work clothes and helmets and men women with work boots and the whole plane was full only with with, with work people everyone was already ready to ready to, to work yeah and i was expecting like a regular airport right and I landed but it was like a, an airport from the mines itself we literally landed next to the mines <laughs> it was only only for the mines that airport right so I stepped out of the plane I had to do a uh, alcohol test again right away and, yeah right away everyone has to on the plane <laughs> yeah well just to prevent yeah the worst case scenarios yeah 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 and uh, I could pick my lunch from the fridges down there we stepped into uh, a youth a work work car a youth like a pickup truck yeah and we drove straight away to the mines and we had an induction like safety induction half a day yeah all the rules yeah and then into work but the first it was really relaxed we're just throwing around in the mines of where all the facilities were uh, uh, get to know the place get to know the place and and I went to the village the mine village and I was like heaven for me for a backpacker was heaven <laughs> it was such a beautiful place with literally thousands of little private rooms everywhere in a big circle yeah it's like a little town and in the middle of the town you had a, a restaurant a gym a pool a basketball field a uh, cinema uh, a few shops a bar everything and a sauna and a sauna as well and it was beautiful a uh, rugby field uh, just, just like a little yeah it was a little it was it was a village. It was literally a village, and uh, we get a in the middle of the desert. In the middle of the desert, yeah. <laughs> a beautiful view, by the way. And uh, we went to reception. Uh, get over our keys. Went to our rooms, and it was a beautiful room, private room, private bed, own TV with hundreds of online streaming movies, own bathroom with nice shower, toilet, everything, aircon. That's heaven. 
<laughs> then in the evening we went to the uh, big dining room with a big buffet with everything, all kinds of things you can imagine. Eat all you want. Eat all you want. Really nice meat from steak till till beef till fish. Wow. Potatoes, salads, nice desserts, everything. Mm. Yeah, it was awesome. We were long, long hard days, but because um, it was really hot there. Oh, how hot was it out there? Um, it was like around 38 degrees every day. 38, 40 degrees. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> really, really humid. Like, oh yeah, really hard to breathe. It's like you can almost chew the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, literally. But it took really good care of you because they had like a big ice water machine. It's like ice and ice cold water. Um, ice cubes. You fill your water jug up. You get your own water jug from the mines. Yeah, yeah. You took that thing on our little road trip as well, right? Yeah. Well, it's not the same, but it was exactly exactly the same. Yeah, it's just a big tank. You fill it up with ice, and then yeah, fill like top it up with ice. Fill yeah. it up with ice cold water, and stays like ice cold for two days. Like literally ice and ice cold. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, I sat on long days, twelve hour days, but it was really relaxed. Just do your thing. Don't have to work hard. No rush. No rush. Take a break every 15 minutes. But you have to because the heat just like beats yeah, it down kills on you, you, right? It really kills you. Yeah. And it was so dusty down there because there were machines and conveyor belts. And there was an iron ore mine. They were collecting iron ore. And that's really, really red dust. And it yeah. goes in everything in your ears, your nose, your, your water jug, everything. And at the end of the day, you were like red, like really red. <laughs> it's horrible stuff but uh, yeah, and that's on the inside of your lungs too <laughs> yeah there's I think there's some on the inside of my lungs as well yeah. yeah but that's not good for you when you work there long like for years it's not good yeah I remember like you told me if you take a shower you can be in the shower for an hour but there's still like yeah. red red shit coming yeah, out every evening I was wash myself twice yeah like, it's like soaping in like a lot of soap and there's still red dust coming off red dirt Wow. I still got well, it's gone now I like red film under your nails yeah under my nails side of my nails was red just red yeah and the, the, uh, that was last week and you were home for like a week after that right Cause you still had uh, the red red yeah. dirt on your yeah fingers. red dirt still yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah like I said you don't have to work hard because sometimes we have to pick up stuff from the um, from the I call it like the, the supply place. Yeah, you know, supply site. Yeah. The supply site was like twenty minutes drive from the mine itself. Yeah. Sometimes I had to pick up some stuff and just f- forget stuff. Uh, um, I call it on uh, purpose. On purpose, forget some stuff. So we have to go back in the afternoon, all the way back. Just sit on the air in the air conditioning. The air conditioning. Nice drive to the deserts. See kangaroos jumping over the road. Uh, oh, lizards, wow. uh, snakes. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a nice. It's a good experience. It's a really good experience. But that place is, is huge, right? Like how, how, like, I mean, I saw machines they use. I mean, they're, those things are, it's, it's the biggest machines in the world. Right? Yeah. Like, the conveyor belt systems is worth billions and billions of dollars. Right. So they've got massive machines, massive conveyor machines. And the one with the scoops? Yeah. Uh, I can't explain it, but just, just one machine with, his own machine room and it's got like five six maintenance workers all day walking around in the machine just to take care of the machine right it's a massive thing 
It's just just one machine that that requires a small army of people yeah. to to run it. Yeah. yeah, it's like a big crane. And wow. then it's like 25, 30 meters high. That's huge. It's, it's a massive thing. Yeah. It's a known factory on itself, pretty much. Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. It's, uh, I've seen some awesome stuff down there. Huh. Big dump trucks. Like the huge. Um, the huge caterpillar uh, dump trucks, ten yeah. meters high and tires twice as high as me as I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, heavy industry. Uh, t- uh, the, the train they got their own railway system from the from the mines all the way to the harbor at the north of WA. Oh yeah, and they got like uh, trains um, with a length of two kilometers long, so, uh, and two locom- locomotives and. Those trains ride twice a day, like two trains going twice a day all the way to the harbors. Yeah. And I filled with 450,000 tons of iron ore. Wow. Every so day. Yeah, it's like 450 million kilos. If I, I'm think, right. I think that's uh, like every day, just uh, an ocean liner gets filled up. Yeah. yeah. Almost pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. It's but its own railway station with yeah. a two locomotives for each, each train. Yeah, wow. Yeah, natural resources man is basically a license to print money. <laughs> the, amount, the amount of money that they made in there is ridiculous. Yeah. Conveyor belts of one, k, one kilometer long. Um, it's yeah, it's just cool to see a huge operation like that. Like I like things that are that have like an insane scale. Yeah. They would expect like there were only guys working there. Yeah. But like thirty percent of it is women. I like beautiful. Beautiful chicks walking around there. Oh yeah, like the cooking staff, the, the office staff, and even beautiful girls working on the dump trucks. Oh, that's you cool. Like a small blonde girl climbing up a dump truck, driving <laughs> this huge fucking yeah, take off with a dump truck. It's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's kind of sexy in a way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But also a bit um, intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yes, really cool experience. I was really lucky with that as well. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, what what was your job generally? Um, road main beer man, by the way. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make it pop. That's good for. <laughs> Whoa, that was airborne for a couple of seconds. <laughs> That's a good sound effect for a radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, man. Swansea. Irish. Irish. Um, what was I? Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was doing road maintenance. Yeah. Uh, on, the, uh, on the mines, just placing uh, digging holes with a a little excavator digging holes for the poles mm. placing the poles for the road signs placing reflector poles the white reflector poles next to the road oh yeah and that was basically it but well like six or seven hundred reflector posts and a few hundred road signs so it was work for two weeks oh wow well. and in between different kind of jobs yeah well, it was easy going it's uh, yeah. like I said I'm getting stuff on purpose so I have to go all the way back. <laughs> and no one cared. Oh, I can't. No, nah. It sounds very late. The back. supervisor and the superintendent would care, but they were never there. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Well, we're doing good jobs, but just just at a slow pace. Yeah. And even we got compliments every day. Well, I did a good job. Did a lot of uh, work and. Uh, <laughs> No. Yeah. All right. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> and thunderstorms, by the way, thunderstorms were amazing there because I was there in the middle of a raining raining season. Mm-hmm. So the air was like maximum humidity you can you can imagine. It's like 80 percent humid. Oh yeah. And at night, thunderstorms were amazing. There were like eight to nine thunderstorms all around at the same time. So it was lighting constantly, lighting everywhere. It's mm. beautiful. It was really beautiful. It wasn't scary at all. It was just just amazing. Yeah, no wind at all, not no breeze, nothing. Oh, there is again. Spider. No breeze, nothing, but just lightning. Right. No thunder, just lightning. Huh. It's beautiful. Yeah. I like spiders. Yeah, they're good to eat mosquitoes. Fuck mosquitoes. <laughs> Fuck flies. Yeah. Not the flies in the mines. Yeah. Horrible. Well, like if you got fly nets and special uh, fly cream. Oh yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Works works awesome, but if you stood still for two minutes, you were like covered with flies. Yeah, so many shit. Yeah, and yeah, those horse flies. Yeah, those horse flies as well. They look exactly the same like normal flies, but they sting. They really they drink your blood. Oh yeah, they're like horrible, horrible fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are big, right? The the yeah, the horse flies. No, they're smaller than normal flies. Oh, really? Yeah. They're not like uh, horsels. Uh, Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. They're not the same. But huh. Really small. Small, mean little bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and they sting hard. <laughs> yeah. You just feel it when they sting. Mm. All right, so, fuck, um, man. Working in the mines, that's cool. You did it for two weeks, like two weeks straight, right? Yeah, two weeks, two weeks straight, 12 hours a day, weekends. Yeah. Woke up at four o'clock in the morning, at breakfast. At the four in the morning. Yeah, yeah so to get out before before uh, before it gets too hot yeah. and get some work done in the... Well, it was already hot, already hot in the morning, even when it's dark. Yeah. It was like already 26 degrees or so, really humid. Yeah, it's the humidity that, that holds the heat. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as we went to work, it was already light and it was really hot. Because yeah. we had a, a toolbox meeting first, like safety induction and stuff every morning. Yeah, they're really big on safety, right? Oh, every little, even if you take a shit, you have to do like a safety induction. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Even the smallest power tools yeah. need a safety induction. Like a certificate to use a screwdriver, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> Just like, uh, fair enough, but some things are really over the top. Yeah, yeah, they just, they, they just don't want to get sued. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, before we would like, if we went to work, it was like what, nine o'clock? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, 12 hours a day. Started at uh, 6.30. All right. 5.30. 5.30 was the official start. So mm. we started the toolbox meeting, and we finished at 5.30 at night, in the evening. Okay. We went back to home, shower straight away to dinner, and you were in bed like at 7.30, 7. Oh, yeah. Watching a movie and fall asleep. Just basically not much socializing going on. Just no, no, no. Well, you're really tired or really 
It's just kind of just want to go to sleep. Knackered because of the heat and the smoke yeah, yeah, and yeah. the dust. That kind of climate just like sucks the energy out of you, man. Mm. It's, it's but even most people went to the gym after work, went to shower, gym. Oh yeah. Went back to the shower again and then dining, dining. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I can imagine if you're if you're uh, operating like a crane all day, yeah. you've been sitting all day. I well, mean, office. Yeah. That's a different thing, but. When I was working in the office, man, like just working out was the only thing that kept me from losing my mind, pretty much. <laughs> so mm. I can, yeah, I can understand that, you know. Yeah. Well, as a worker, but dude, if yeah, if you're working outside in the heat and the humidity, yeah. Huh. Wow. How many people uh, were were on the site? Do you, do you reckon? <laughs> Like a couple of hundred, a couple of thousand. A couple of thousand. Yeah. It is like a small town, man. Mm. Well, the, the, the total of the total, yeah. total of person just now working there, a couple of thousand. So like different shifts, every two weeks, three uh, weeks different yeah. shifts. Yeah, yeah. So at one go, with like in one shift, a couple of hundred, I think five or six hundred people. Huh. They were like, uh, um, couple, like 50 youths. Driving every day to mine to the mines, right? Because uh, the electricians, um, the road workers got their own youth because they need their own stuff, their own tools. Yeah. But uh, the machine operators and the office staff uh, went to work by buses. Okay. Uh, we're driving like 50 buses for capacity of 10 people. Okay, like the small, uh, yeah, small carriers. Bus and, yeah. Uh, three big city buses like travel buses wow so you basically got their own public transport system. yeah and they rode they drove twice twice every morning and twice every day huh. to pick up two groups of people every day wow so like six seven hundred people I think yeah it's, it's, it's ridiculous yeah it's a big operation man and I met a guy who worked there for half a year six months one go six months on six months every day 12 hours a day wow he yeah i mean i guess once you're in the groove you just keep on going but yeah it's like I mean, was, was his mind still there like was he just yeah he was, he was all right he was just a social guy and yeah uh, well i mean he was like, single so he had to, i guess if you're just in the routine every day just you know you just roll with it yeah yeah i mean um first week was really hard for me yeah like you said after one week you get in the routine yeah, and then it gets it's my my first bar job here in Australia. Like they they were short staffed. I, I worked in the, in the hostel on Magnetic Island, and um, I think yeah, I, I worked like fifteen days in a row too. And the last day, some guy was sick, and I started at nine in the morning, and I just knocked off at like eleven thirty at night or something. Mm-hmm. And this was, that was after a week working too, or after two weeks working too, and. But after a while, you just kind of get into the into the groove, and yeah. you know, you, you just get used to it. So, yeah. But on the other hand, it's not good for you as well because you get a routine. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then then when you stop, you just realize how tired yeah. you really are. Yeah. But how how much money did that guy make in six months of non-stop working? Um, <laughs> quick calculation. Because uh, um, I call um, general laborer. I think he was a general laborer. Yeah. At a salary of four fifty-four dollars an hour. 
$54. Just a general labor. Just just labor. $54 an hour. Yeah. So that's uh, $54 an hour. That's like... Uh, times 12 hours a day. That's seven. How much is that? Uh, that's six. Fuck. That's embarrassing. That's I've got it ready. Six thirty six thirty six? A day? Yeah. Six hundred and forty eight a day. Forty eight. Right. Times seven days a week. And how many weeks in a month? Over in the half year? Uh times uh, times four. Times six. Fifty two weeks in a year. Oh yeah, times times twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeez, guy, I feel like a dumbass now, man. It's so yeah. embarrassing. You can, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the guy made one hundred and seventy thousand nine hundred thirty six dollars. Jesus Christ! In six yeah. months. Yeah. Fucking uh, like people who fly like Boeing, like people who fly jumbo jets make that in a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was just general laboring. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like the operators made like 80 bucks an hour. 80 bucks an hour, yeah. Electricians, 80 bucks an hour. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those jobs here, man, there's the unions. Uh, that's because of the unions. I mean, if you're if you have, uh, if you're a skilled worker, you can make a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. There was an electrician in my hustle. Sparky, they call it a Sparky, yeah. Sparky. Sparky. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I tell you, Sparky, electrician. Yeah. Sparky, you made uh, 90 bucks an hour. How uh, what? 90 bucks an hour. 90 bucks an hour, wow. <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. Like, if you work a long day, you can make a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, five thousand bucks a week. Yeah, that's crazy. Jesus. Yeah, but that's the cool thing about Australia, man. Like, you see, you know. Mm. Yeah. But even now, I've got my, my, my tickets for the operator tickets for the excavator and the reloader. Yeah. If I can find a job straight away for a company, I can make 50 bucks an hour. Wow. But yeah. they have to be an experienced operator. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm to be honest, I'm not experienced with everything, so I think I'm going to make 40 bucks. But still, 40 bucks an hour is still pretty damn good, man. Yeah, 35, 40 bucks an hour. Yeah. I mean, yeah, life here is, a li- is, is more expensive than average but I was but thinking about that today if, as long as you don't drink too much it's really not too bad but life is food and stuff is expensive yeah drinks is extremely drinking expensive. is really expensive like today I went to the barber shop 20 bucks yeah and I was a good barber yeah and that's a, a good barber in back home in Holland pay like 35 euros 40 euros oh, you can get a you can get a 20 euro haircut as well yeah but that's, that's brainwash it's like really cheap barber right. shop Right, yeah. It's like nothing special. Yeah. I've seen like $15 haircuts here as well, like the military bus cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's, yeah, if, you, if you're just kind of mindful of, about what you're doing and what you're buying and what you're spending your money on, it doesn't have to be expensive. No. It's, you, you can make, yeah, you can live royally here, really. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, Smart shopping at Coles. Yeah, yeah, or just go to the farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah. Or like even just scan half of the stuff you got. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's that's that. <laughs> but that's why it's so expensive. They say that's, that's why it's so expensive because there's a lot of 
shoplifting. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, yeah that'll do Because that's why, that's why I think the, um, uh, the, spot, the spot spot shop, the spot... Spot shop. Remember? Really cheap. Um, oh, yeah, like a big, huge supermarket. Yeah, that one was really cheap, but it didn't have self-scan Yeah, the self-checkout, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's just shitty when people, mm. yeah, do that shit. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of ruins it for everybody. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, groceries are expensive here, man. Like, I got some groceries today. I spent, like, 70 bucks, and, yeah, I, uh, I didn't, that's enough food for... Yeah, I mean, a couple of, for like half a week or something, yeah. still, it's a lot of money. So. If you do a royal dinner, like a nice dinner with meat, vegetables, everything on it. Yeah. 50 bucks easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's like a really nice dinner. Yeah. Oh, it's just a normal dinner back home. For me, it's like um, some beef, some potatoes, beef. nice salad. Yeah, like you can, you can get like um, a kilo mince meat for like 20 bucks I think yeah well it's mince but if you were like the, the beef or, or like a steak yeah steak. yeah yeah it's yeah. expensive stuff oh yeah 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 no you're right man mm. yeah you're right mm. it's uh but it's like for two people two, two people there's, there's two avocados I bought for, for our Mexican food today it was like 10 bucks for two avocados that's <laughs> shit and it's just they grow it here in Australia yeah I know it's, it it's, gets picked by backpackers who work picked by fucking backpackers 21 bucks an hour <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous even tomatoes yeah so apples so expensive yeah 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 like one apple is more than a dog it's yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane yeah I mean, and a beer, like just your average, just a regular beer at the bar, 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got a pint of beer for that. Yeah, okay, pint, so yeah. Two beers, one, a midi, it's like a normal glass back in Holland. Mm. No, nah, midi is small. Like, a schooner is is, um, is is the same size as as, uh, as our drink. Uh, yeah, five, six bucks for a midi. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you do the euro conversion, I guess it's about the same. Yeah. 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 But you, you, you think differently and you drink differently too, mm. because you, yeah, you pretty much everyone just always orders a pint, and yeah. if you have a drink in your hand, you drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the wages are way higher here. Yeah, oh yeah. Because the moment I make more money than my sister, my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Man, like the, when I um, when I got my first job here, like, I uh, when I got my first salary, I was like, what did I? I, I couldn't believe the money I was making, man, for pouring beers. I made more money than than I made for my for my job that I was working back at home where I went to school for, <laughs> which I went to yeah, university for, which I still am paying off the debt for. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, life here is just so comfortable, man. It's, uh, I, I, I realize like, if, you, if you have a job here, any job, even if you make minimum wage and you work 40 hours a week, 
you can have like a really nice lifestyle. Yeah. You can you can afford a nice place to live. You can afford a nice car. You can afford to eat nice. You can afford to have a drink whenever you want. If you're happy with a share house, like two or three people, you work like you live like a king. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, so I mean, if you if you work full time, basically on minimum wage, you, you make around a thousand bucks a week. Yeah. And and yeah, you can you can have a share house, uh, just rent a room in a house with some other people for like hundred fifty to one hundred and eighty dollars a week. Yeah, you got a nice house for hundred and eighty bucks. Yeah, basically, yeah. you got like a nice place. Yeah, and for two hundred bucks, you got a really really nice place. You can buy a nice car for three thousand bucks, four thousand. Yeah, but but think about that. So you got you got like eight hundred bucks of spending money. Okay, your phone contract and your your all that shit let's say that's another 50 bucks just to make it easy so you got 750 then you need to do groceries and that's uh that's another maybe like 200 a week so we got uh, 550 a week you can have like 550 a week to spend on whatever or save you know mm. it's and that's minimum wage <laughs> mm. Yeah, you can save up two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and if, if you're not you doing any crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And driving is not that expensive as well. Yeah, yeah gasoline is not too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, and all the like back home, we got road tax and stuff. Let's pay road yeah. tax and all that stuff. But it's all that bullshit. In here, it's in the Reggio. Yeah. And in the driver's license. Yeah. And there goes the road tax in, and so that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they don't have weird rules here. Like if you have a car with a big engine, you don't have to pay more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I got a WA driver's license, Australian driver's license. You pay 80 bucks for one year, then you have to renew the driver's license. So you pay 140 bucks for five years. Right, yeah. So hmm. it's, it's more expensive than back home, but you don't have to pay road tax. Yeah, all that kind of shit. Wrote. Uh, I mean, I just uh, the more people I talked to uh, while traveling made me realize like how weird most people think road taxes. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird kind of yeah. yeah. They should put it back home, like in the driver's license and in the petrol. Yeah, it's yeah. Our, our we're just in the Netherlands. We're just getting punished for being in for owning a car, man. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, and if you if you want a nice car, the the government really fucks you. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Even if you want a a green car, pay a lot of tax. Yeah, no, yeah. If, if I think about it, it, just pisses me off, and I I don't want to get into politics, but I mean, yeah, shit. What were we talking about? We're off track. Uh, yeah, we gotta do some editing. I think we'll end the mines pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mines. So you you did the two weeks on, and then um, then you came back to Perth. So <clears throat> you went down to Fremantle again? Yeah, I love Fremantle. Yeah, it's a nice place. Very chilled out, very laid back. Yeah, pretty much really nice history. It's pretty much all WA is built up from Fremantle. Yeah. It's Fort City. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful history. Mm. These days still beautiful people. Like laid back people, yeah, full of artists, photographers, musicians. Yeah, it's a very artsy kind of place. Yeah, yeah. 
people self and we most people are open minded and um, mm. of course you got a mixture of the open minded and the city people now. Mm. But it's uh, a healthy mix. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really nice nice time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah and then What's what's next for you, man? You got your second year visa, so you can stay here for another year. Yeah, I'll stay until next year, 2018, May. So uh, yeah, I'm still busy with looking for a long-term job. Go to share house if I got a long-term job, and just save some money to get to pay my road trip. Fuck yeah! What's the idea for the road trip? Where you where you going? I think I go up north first, WA. Oh yeah, go to Exmouth. I've been uh, told it's basically uh, a couple of days of driving from gas station to gas station. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and then you come to the next nice spot. There's just nothing out there. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, yeah. Yeah, I want to do the nice spots first. Uh, Exmouth, do some diving maybe. That's cool, man. And uh, want to do the Kimberley track. Yeah, it's like a long four by four track. Through Kimberley's nature reserve, oh, really yeah. long nature reserve. I see some picture of that. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, that's that's the real proper Aussie yeah um, thing. That's. I heard there's some amazing surfing spots up north up north too. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing there. Just you know, untouched beaches and, and you know. And mm, Kimberley as well. Kimberley's untouched as well. What we got the four by four tracks. Yeah. But the rest is all untouched, no villages, nothing, no cities. That's cool. Just all the rough Australian nature. <laughs> the real Aboriginals live up there. Original, little Aboriginal villages. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want to go, want to get into the culture as well, the Aboriginal, the real Aboriginal culture, not the yeah. meth and alcohol culture of the Aboriginals here in Perth. Some point it's pretty sad as well to see. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, sitting in the street drinking. Yeah, it's one of those stereotypes that just, uh, yeah. You see it every day, everywhere. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. You can see why it's a stereotype. It's just tragic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to do WA first. And I'm not sure if I go all around from WA to Darwin and then east back down. Mm. Or do, do, do WA, go back south and then go to Sydney and then do this east because mm. I want to meet up with my mate as well in Sydney again have you been to Sydney before? yeah I landed in, I started oh, in yeah. Sydney yeah and, uh, yeah my mate who lives in Sydney yeah, I met a guy in New Zealand and we've still got really close contact mm. so I definitely want to see him again cool but I've got also a wedding <laughs> His wedding in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go back to Europe in August and September for sure because I got my mate's wedding. The guy I met, who is in Sydney, I met in New Zealand. Mm. His wedding is in Ireland because he's going to marry an Irish girl. <laughs> then I go to Holland to go to my sister's wedding. Oh, wow. <laughs> and after that, I've got a photographer job for another wedding. Really? So I've got like three weddings in two months. <laughs> Yeah, and it'll be nice to see the family again, man, mm. for a long time. See my nephew. Yeah. When you look forward to that. Cool. And then go back to Aussie again. 
you think you'll um, are you going to try to stay here indefinitely or uh? well I'm not sure if I'm not can't say if now yeah still still thinking about it yeah it. yeah it is uh, a nice place man. Yeah. maybe if I bump into a company who offers me a sponsorship I would say yeah yeah. I was stay another year, another two years. Well, who knows? Maybe you'll bump into a nice lady. Who knows? Yeah, but I definitely want to see. Yeah, I would definitely want to see all the coast, west, south, yeah, north, because that's the places to go in Australia. Yeah, you need to be near the coast. Yeah, sure. I'm still not sure to go to Uluru. Oh, like the the Alice Springs. Yeah, the, I, yeah. I mean, a famous rock of Australia. It seems. To, I mean, people who've been there told me that it's really something to behold you know it's this huge thing just in the middle of nowhere it's yeah those stores may change my mind maybe it's just like if apparently it's um, yeah something like it's, it's just completely flat everywhere for, for thousands and thousands of miles and then all of a sudden there's this enormous fucking rock that's just uh, yeah in the middle of the desert yeah it's and um yeah I, I haven't seen it either but so someone told me if, if the sun hits it and the sun goes down it changes colors and yeah yeah that's that those stories are changing my mind yeah because for now I'm still thinking oh, it's just a rock in the middle of the desert it's, yeah it's and a, that's what it is but it's, it's six <laughs> seven hundred case traveling through yeah. Well, you can take a plane. It'll take a couple of hours to get there. I mean, yeah. It'll be cool to drive, I guess. But yeah, yeah I'll see. For, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, for now, first the coasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. There's still still a lot of uh, places in Australia still on my list as well. Definitely, we'll do diving like the shark, whale sharks. Oh yeah. Mantas. It's uh, gotta be magic, man. Yeah. Sea turtles. Yeah, it's such a fascinating country with so much to see. My next, in, next interesting stop, stop is going to be Wellness Island. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I wanted to do that as well, but just didn't get around to it. Mm. And you know, it's just another thing to spend a lot of money on. I was planning to go last Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a bit money-wise, more like, ah, yeah. do it later. Yeah, enough time, man. Though you have enough time, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Um, so if um, if anyone's listening to this, thinking about going to Australia, um, you know, what would you say to that person? Like, do you have any advice? Like, what, what would you save a lot of money before <laughs> you go? I made that mistake. I thought, oh, save a couple of thousand euros. How much did you have when you came here? Four thousand euros. Four thousand euros. That's about six thousand Australian dollars, roughly. A little more, I think. Yeah, less, I think. Less? Yeah, well, that's like ballpark, like yeah. six thousand, four thousand euros. Yeah. yeah. Right now, that's almost that's like like forty three hundred US dollars. Mm. Yeah. All right. So you came here with with, with that amount. And then what? What happened? And I was thinking about, I was expecting like I'll go to job straight away, I found a job straight away and make a lot of money because mm. the wages are really high. But that was a bit of a disappointment because <laughs> I couldn't find a job straight away. Yeah. And I spent a lot of money on food and I was really 
I'm really bad with, with, with I can't handle money. I'm really bad <laughs> with handling money. So I just spend money on beers and then and, and sightseeing and name it. Yeah, because if you see 4,000 in your account, you think, oh man, that's unlimited. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hard. For the first few weeks, I stayed at my mate's place in Sydney. Yeah. So I could save money there. But after that, I went to hostels and yeah. from Sydney to Melbourne. I had the first hostel in Melbourne. It's like $26 a night. Like, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it depends. That's a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. yeah to pay food. Yeah. It's not a that's thousand bucks a month. A month. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so after a couple of months, I was like almost out of money. And I found my first job in Victoria, close to uh, in. Got a place. There's a place close to Melbourne. Yeah, it was a really shitty job. What, what did you have to do? Uh, I was a lumberjack. that cut firewood. Oh really? The big hard jarra, fucking hard jarra wood. Yeah. Is that like the like the, the red wood? Or? Yeah. The yeah. Really hard, hard, hard. Some hard. of the toughest wood. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. And I got paid ten bucks an hour. Oh man. But I was including. That's probably illegal. <laughs> yeah, but I it was with accommodation and. Two meals a day. No, okay. We had our own room, nice, really nice house and stuff. But no. still, ten bucks an hour. Yeah, for backbreaking work. Yeah, and dangerous if you, and work. Then if you paid your food at night, your dinner, you already spent half of your wages of the day, mm. more than half of the wages. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> so I made a couple hundred dollars, and with that, I went to Manjimup. All right, and then then there you made uh, made some money back. Yeah, in six months. Yeah. Yeah, so bring a lot of money. I think that's a good tip, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Save at least seven thousand euros, at least. Seven thousand? I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It also depends on how fast you get yourself. Yeah. Like so, uh, basically, from I allowed myself when I landed, I allowed myself one week of just careless, you know, just not thinking about anything vacation mode party mode yeah. shit. but after that I went um, on the internet every day and just send out resumes emails and I yeah. just did that for a couple of weeks and that's it and you know like eventually stuff started coming back you know, if you just send, send out maybe a couple of applications every day do that for a couple of weeks you send out like 50 or 60 applications something something's gonna come back you know that's a good tip as well yeah um, just get after it do as much as possible go to the companies itself in person and drop off your CV in person okay that's better for a chance than doing online yeah yeah because it works but you have sent so many online resumes for uh, to get a very true a reply back yeah, I just kind of made it just like a little daily routine, just have a coffee or have a beer and just sit behind the computer yeah. for, for an hour. Make a good resume. Yeah. That says good English, um, clear but short information. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. not a long, long story because boring. Yeah. Just like one page introduction letter, one page CV. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a, yeah, I've got one, yeah, one page personal details and cover letter yeah. and the rest just work history and stuff and, yeah and uh, yeah plan your road trip like plan where you go because Australia is so big and there's so many things to see yeah you get lost if you go here you get lost in the things that are out here and 
yeah, yeah. Most, most of the information that other backpackers where they've been what's nice spots what's useless what's not what's useful yeah talk with the locals as well I'd yeah say. locals locals really important yeah, yeah. They, they know the real good places yeah because yeah. like here I met the guy um, I'll tell a different way we've got like loads of expensive uh, sea trips to see dolphins and blah 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 yeah. it costs like a few hundred bucks and you see a few dolphins that's it but if you talk to locals that's what my experience was in New Zealand if you talk to locals you can get on, on a small boat of a local you pay maybe 50 bucks maybe for free yeah. and it take you to the most beautiful spots yeah and over here people are kind of like ah man it's all good just buy me a beer you yeah know, I'll take Pass it beer. Yeah. it's always good yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, I met a guy in the mines one of my co-workers his sister is doing um, sea trips with a small boat right I think it's like a hundred, hundred bucks or so. It takes you everywhere. That's cool. And I got still got a few the distance card and my wallet. Private charter. Yeah. Cool. Those are the, the nice things. Don't don't go with massive tourist things because yeah, they just always, rip offs. It's always expensive, and you're just yeah. 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 Other tourists. Yeah. yeah. Or just rent your own sea kayak. Kayak. Okay. Yeah. Canoe. Do, yeah. And do those things. That's. Yeah. Much more fun than with a massive tourist boat. I agree, man. Like hanging out with locals, talking to locals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, yeah, like like we were talking earlier, if you're just like a, just a social guy, just talk to people, it's amazing where that can take you. And Aussies are really social. Yeah. Especially in small towns like Fremantle, they're really social. Yeah. They're yeah. really interesting where you go, where you're from, where are your plants, which is really, they're really... And city persons see people's really different story. Um, well, yes and no. You know, it's like you just gotta get used to the vibe again. You know, mm. like before I came here in Perth, I was used to living on an island, so that was just super friendly. So when I came here, I was just saying hello to random people because everyone was doing that on the island. I was just used to that. It was just like you know, mm. like, hey man, how you going? Yeah, good man. Blah blah blah. blah. It's one one big community and yeah I, I did that here for probably a couple of hours and then when people started like what the fuck who are you with this mm. well that's then again if, if, if you're if you're like in a bar and you, you can it's still very easy to just mm. strike up a random conversation with someone or if you're standing in line in the supermarket mm. I mean you just gotta take that first little awkward step and most people really welcome that you know that you do that it's, people love talking to other people ultimately mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the main thing between villages of cities and towns and all yeah. over the world. Very true. Yeah. Like in Holland, like in Holland, the south where I'm from, you yeah. say hello, good morning to everyone, say on the streets. Yeah. No thing, don't do in Rotterdam. Right? No, no, no way. <laughs> good morning. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck? Don't talk to me. What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Don't look at me, motherfucker. Do I don't I know, know you. you. <laughs> I know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Even uh, like the cities here, city people here are still just very chilled out. They're more chill out than in the big cities in Holland. Yeah, yeah. that's because of the weather, I think. You know. Yeah, they consider themselves as the most lucky people in the world, Australia. Yeah, and the, the Aussies. Yeah, they are. I mean, look at this place, man. It's, it's fucking paradise. Yeah, life is good. Life's um, good. Life's easy. Yeah, if you. Take good care of yourself. You take good care of a good job and stuff. A good job, a job. Yeah, if you got. If you job. don't have a job, you get addict. You get addict, addict to 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. It's come to shit. But, you know, like, losers are always going to be losers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's yeah, if you, if you if you're just a normal person, you got a job, you do your thing. Yeah, you 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 know you have a fucking great life. You know? I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing I really realized. Life life here is yeah. pretty fucking good. Another tip: if you go to Australia, go to New Zealand as well, because you're so oh, close. Yes, yes. And yes, you never yes. ever come there anymore if you go back to Europe. Yeah. Or anywhere, really. I mean, this place is isolated from the rest of the world. Yeah, go to New Zealand, go to Bali, go to those kind of places where you never come yeah. again. I can, yeah, I can assess that too. Because it's so cheap from to fly from here to New Zealand or New Bali or... New Zealand, I haven't been to Bali, but New Zealand is such a, an amazingly beautiful place. Breathtaking. It's, it's gorgeous. I can't even describe it, how, no. how beautiful it is. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely go there again next year maybe this year and it has the same kind of friendliness that Australia has you know it's, oh yeah it's just yeah it's laid back it's it's friendly yeah everyone just kind of you know hangs out it's mm. yeah, yeah everyone helps you out if you need help they help you out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a story well, from a backpacker remember when we were doing the road trip like we were uh, we were just driving we've been driving for like two hours and we, so we, we parked the car yeah. on the side of the road because it's like, uh, like uh, one of like one of us has had the piss, and I, I just kind of wanna wanted to stretch a little bit, and yeah, like we were standing by the side of the road, and just this random car was also driving there. They stopped, like, "Hey, man, are you guys okay? You need some help?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just yeah. I mean, everyone's just kind of looking out for each other. It's it's yeah. it's, it's lovely. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's that uh, careful, careful people. Yeah, everyone just kind of cares about one another. Everyone's just friendly. It's mm. it's it's a very yeah, it's a very pleasant place to be. It's uh, you don't feel yourself like an outsider. Not at all. Mm. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, even though if you if you walk, uh, you know, you can walk around the city here in the middle of the night and feel completely safe. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, sure. There's every now and then you walk into like the random drunk guy who just yells some shit, but but they're not aggressive. Yeah, they, no. they look, they sound aggressive, they look aggressive, but they're not. No, yeah, I mean they just make some noise and that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even in Fremantle, there's one homeless guy. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like avoiding him every time. Well, I, did, I saw him this afternoon again, and I just say, "Hey, yeah, mate, what are you doing?" And he's just yelling random shit and talking stupid shit <laughs> but it's nice to have a conversation with him it's yeah. just hey how are you doing I'll see you again And well, yeah. what's his story does he think there's aliens or something or no no he's talking about God and Trump oh okay <laughs> yeah. yeah not aliens no no what I, uh, he's a fan of he's a big Trump fan uh, oh he's a fan <laughs> yeah he's a fan of Trump <laughs> and uh, he's always talking about uh but uh, God, God is taking care of everyone and all right. makes it all, uh, thanks God a lot. And, mm. I bumped to another, oh, there was another girl this afternoon, a woman. Her name was Jocelyn, I think. <laughs> yeah, she came to me like, hello, I'm uh, Jocelyn and I'm, um, I want to tell you about uh, the Holy Spirit. So now, thank you. <laughs> See ya, bye bye. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fremantle as well, those of... Lots of religious uh, people. Yeah. 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 They try to talk you over, but... 
Oh yeah, that, that happened to me here too. You know, like, uh, in the city, this guy just started talking to me. Friend, super friendly guy. Like uh, you know, hey man, I'm trying to save you. I don't want you to go to hell. Yeah, you know? it's like, uh, well, do you believe in God? And I was like, oh, well, not really. Like, oh man, you seem like such a good guy. I want to save you. Please find Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, you know, like there's such people don't bother me. You know, they're they're just completely harmless. They mean well. It's yeah, you know. Yeah, they got they got good meanings. Yeah, they got good intentions. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But I mean, that's everywhere. So I mean, if if that's if that's the worst thing that's gonna happen to you if you walk around the city <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the night, you know. It's 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 a pretty damn nice place. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More tips. Um. Nah. Well, no. That's that's. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, don't think to don't take too much stuff. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't bring too much things and don't bring and and do bring a lot of money. Yeah. Because yeah. if you need it, you can buy it here. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and go to and if you need clothes, go to the there are a lot of lots of good charity shops mm. like Vinnie's, like secondhand clothes. Yeah, it. it's yeah. really good, nice clothes for really cheap, like jeans, good jeans, diesel jeans for five dollars. Really? Yeah. Huh. Lots of my clothes stuff come on from the secondhand shop. All right. Some are like brand new. Sweet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really popular. It's not a shame to go to a secondhand shop here. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean. A lot of stuff is so expensive here, man. Like uh, my my sneakers, my Nikes are just worn out. I need some new ones. Mm. If I want new ones, they're like three hundred bucks. Same here. I'm still walking around with flip flops. Fucking ridiculous, yeah. I've been to the shops. This I've been to Mission again this afternoon to buy shoes. And if you want good, fair amount, fair price shoes, you go to Kmart or yeah. Target because they're still thirty bucks. Yeah. But uh, all my size. Just, I can't find shoes yeah, in my socks. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like kind of like the made in China shit. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, those are not like, if you walk around on those all day, they'll ruin your feet. Though. I mean, they're yeah. not like good shoes. If you want good normal shoes for fair price, like 120, easy. Yeah, it starts there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. The same with electronics, man. Like, uh, like the same laptop I bought back at home is like three times the price here. You know, it's mm. just, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like they they have to ship far out. So. <laughs> yeah. And people have money here anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem of an island. It has to be shipped over everything. Yeah. Pretty much everything. Yeah. No, man. I think I think that that pretty much wraps it up, dude. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks. Mm. Thanks for uh, for the good tips. Thanks for uh, having a little sit down and talk. Uh, tell tell us about your experiences, man. Like not many people have been out in the desert to the mines. Yeah, that's was a great experience. That's uh, yeah, man. That's one it's of those Aussie experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, it was nice to talk about stuff. Cheers, man. You've been listening to the Polarizer podcast. Check the show notes for links and details on literally everything that was discussed and mentioned during the show. 
Subscribe to this podcast for free on iTunes or your other favorite podcast directory to never miss an episode. And be so kind to give us a five-star rating and review. Visit thepolarizer.com for high-quality articles on making life an adventure, traveling the world, being the best you can be, and other topics that fuel the fire in your soul. That's thepolarizer.com. One word, including the. Thank you for listening. And thanks for telling a friend. It really makes all the difference. Thank you.